Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So lately, I've been out and about. Last week, I was out in Traverse City, Michigan. Wow, almost forgot where I was. It was such a cute little town. Not that little. (laughs) But it was so nice, again, to be with people sharing what God has done in my life and hearing great feedback. And then I came back home and One of the followers that used to follow me is now a friend. His name is Chris, and he sent me something in Facebook um, through an instant message and said, this reminded me of you. I couldn't help but think of you. And today I am packing up and going to be heading down to Miami and Fort Lauderdale to speak again about how God entered my life and changed me. And These talks are like 45 minutes long. I barely scratch the surface of what God has done in my life. And I just thought maybe we all need a little reminder of how simple evangelizing is. We've been reading about Paul and Barnabas. And Paul, of course, heals someone just by looking at them. He can tell that their faith is going to heal them, which is awesome. He can tell that this person believes. And boom, the person stood up. And then the people thought, oh, the gods have come down in human form and they're calling him Hermes and Zeus. And of course, he says, no, 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 no. We're just human beings just like you. Now. We are not being asked to go into other countries to bring Jesus and Christianity to the world. I mean, people pretty pretty much know what Christian life is, pretty much know who Jesus is. All we need to do is just talk about how God has changed our life in very simple ways. Bringing God into our vocabulary is something that we should be doing as Christians in our day-to-day communication with people. Somehow God's got to be in there. And it can be as simple as commenting on the weather. God sure made a beautiful day. We just had a blood moon last night. I couldn't see it. I tried and I stayed up for it, but I just, the clouds were in the way where I lived. And it's a once in a lifetime thing, you know, like the moon and the sun and something else. Like it it has this kind of lunar eclipse and the moon looks red. 
And I don't know if this is true, so take it with a grain of salt right now, but I understand that that was also meaning truth is coming. That's what I heard briefly. I'll look into that. I'll have some some time on uh, my way to the airport or while I'm waiting for my flight to really find out if that was true, and I'll come back to you on that. But if it was, what an awesome God. We can talk about that today. Even better, where has God come into your life? How have you had an encounter with him? I know I got in a car accident all by myself in the middle of winter. I should not have been driving. I had been drinking and I ran into a telephone pole and it caved in the whole passenger side all the way through into the back seat. That was God and my guardian angel moving me briefly. I should be at least in a wheelchair, if not dead, with that impact. That is a moment that I can share. I can share about how God helped me stop swearing. Simple little things. I can share with someone how Nowadays, I am so appreciative of nature around me, and I didn't used to be that. I would wake up, get myself ready, I'd get in a car, I'd drive an hour and a half downtown to my office, and at the same time, there could be a beautiful sunrise coming up, and all, and I'm not even paying attention because I'm sucked up into my day, and I'm thinking about the meetings, and I'm prepping in my mind. Well, I now see things differently, so I point things out. We have this little baby bunny. My husband named him Bugs. (laughs) We go out every day. Did you see Bugs yet today? We're like feeding it little lettuce and a squirrel. I've never seen a baby squirrel before. And we we have two squirrel nests in these birch trees, one in the front, one in the back. And I know there were babies in both, but I caught the one in the front and I screamed for my husband to come and he had never seen a baby squirrel before. It was incredible to watch the mom kind of lead him down the trunk, the tree trunk, and I'm sure he was scared to death. And then she kind of came around him and picked him up and carried him all the way across the street. And I would have never seen that if I wasn't paying attention. So I'm going to read something because he did share it with me. I know a lot of people who follow this. I do not, um, not because I don't like it, but because I just don't. (laughs) Okay. So let me scroll back up here. Um, it's the word among us and it is a daily reflection on the Bible verses. I, there's tons of daily reflections you could listen to. Bishop Robert Barron, Catholic mom, type some stuff up. There's tons and tons of little homilies, etc., that talk about the readings. But I know a lot of people use the word among us. And so I'm going to read this to you. What's the first thing that comes into your mind when you hear the word evangelization? Most likely, it's not an eager anticipation to go traveling far and wide as Paul, Paul and Barnabas did. 
most likely you would not savor the prospects of undergoing the many hardships that these two apostles experienced as they went from town to town proclaiming the good news. That's in Acts 14.22. Most likely you would think, I can't do that. Most likely you'd be wrong. Because for all of Paul and Barnabas's heroic and sufferings, heroics and sufferings, their effectiveness came from what God had done with them, not from their own natural abilities. That's Acts 14.27. Their success in one town and failure in another didn't depend on their public speaking skills or their theological knowledge. They knew that the only thing that they needed to share was the story of Jesus and their experience of salvation. They left everything else to the Holy Spirit because they knew that only he could change people's hearts. That's a big point. When you're evangelizing, you have to let go of the fact that you need to be the one that converts hearts and souls. You are the sower. You just drop those seeds. I'm stopping here to use an example. So I put an abortion video together. It was almost 40 minutes, but I'm telling you, it came from the Holy Spirit. I had so much more to say, but I think I captured the gist of what the Spirit wanted people to hear. And I did it for a couple of people who specifically reached out to me and asked me those types of questions. And the one said, I watched your video all the way through. And I still believe that my body, my choice, and that the Supreme Court needs to stay out of my life. And I said, well, I just want to thank you for actually taking the time to watch that. Because the seeds have been planted, I'll just leave it to God from here. And I didn't try to convince her anymore. She knows that video is out there. It's, I guarantee you it's touching her heart. But God's timing and God needs to do the rest, the Holy Spirit. Okay. The same is true for you. Your call to become a missionary disciple. And I like to think of someone who's other-focused, Right? Jesus, others, you, joy. You're always focused on other people. Your call to become a missionary disciple is nothing more and nothing less than the call to share about your relationship with the Lord. You don't have to convince anyone. You don't have to explain all of scripture and defend every church teaching. In some cases, you don't even have to say anything. The witness of your life be all that's necessary to speak in, in someone a greater desire to seek out the Lord for themselves. The key is not what you say, but what God does with what you say. It's not about the forcefulness of your presentation. It's about the power of the Spirit to touch someone's heart. And that's not something you can control. The only thing you can do is speak from the heart and leave the results to the Lord. So don't let the thought of evangelization slow you down. You have a unique story to share. Just share it. And then there's this cute little quote. 
Come, Holy Spirit, and work through me. That's what it is. You don't have to have a ministry. You don't have to be a public speaker. As a matter of fact, you need to just work in your own life, in your own community with the people around you that you see. You need to be joy. You need to bring Jesus to the world by your love, by your smile, by how you treat people, and by how you act. It could just be as simple as that. But also sharing what God has done in your life should become natural. It should be something that you want to share. You've heard it before. When you might be at the water cooler at the office and they're talking about the latest and greatest movie, I don't know, could be 2,000 mules. (laughs) You want to share with people the good news. So why not the most important news, the best news, which is Jesus and how he has come into your heart and given you all these beautiful gifts of blessing with the Holy Spirit fruits of kindness and generosity and all of these other things. Maybe he's healed you from addictions or helped you get through a really bad time in your life that you can share this with someone else, especially with kids. So I met this little boy, Parker, and he was, I don't know. I don't know how old he is. He's got to be like, he's going to be in preschool. So pretty young. And we were looking at Jesus on the crucifix, and he said, oh, look at those boo-boos. And I was like, yeah. And I said, you can talk to Jesus all the time. He's in your heart. I mean, think about how wild little children's imaginations are and how easy you can put little seeds in there and set them on their life with Jesus in their heart, knowing that they've got the best friend and God within them to comfort them and to guide them and to lead them and to talk to them all the time. So if you're a grandma out there, don't be afraid to bring Jesus into your grandchildren's life. Because it's nothing bad can happen from it. And I hope your kids are okay with that. I know some are like, hey, stop bringing Jesus into my kid's life. I know you may have that also going on. But we also know that we're going to have to look at God and account for every word we've said, every deed we did or did not do or word we did not say. And we should be proud of being Christians and want to share that with everyone. So you have, I guarantee you, a fistful of stories that you can share with people. And I beg you to be a Paul and to be a Barnabas. You don't have to travel to another country. You can be right in your own home. Give credit where credit is due. When it's a beautiful day, thank you, God. When you have grace and you've got a meal, you say thanks. You hug someone in your family and say, thank you, God, for giving me this person. I'm so blessed. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. And don't think that whatever you say is wrong. Because just as that reflection said, it's not about being theological. It's not about quoting Bible verses. And it's not about knowing all of the teachings to a T. It's about a real life relationship with Jesus that you have. And you, if you look back, have a lot of stories that you can share. 
and nobody can tell you those things didn't happen because it's your story. That's what it's all about. So do not be afraid. Go be evangelizers and just speak from the heart. Ask the Holy Spirit to live through you, speak through you, act through you, think through you. And you will be dropping seeds all over the place and you just allow the Holy Spirit to water them. All righty, everyone. I love you all. Go find something more with God and share him everywhere. Have a blessed and inspired day.